The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. Oh boy, the Lions draft is over, and we are loving it. Plain and simple, we'll be talking and reacting about the 2021 NFL draft, um, about the Detroit Lions and how they might be building identity, building a lot of optimism going forward. This thing, it's real, and it's over now. We've been talking about it for months now, just over. So we'll react to that. We'll give our grades on the draft, react to everything from round one to round seven, a little bit of information about the undrafted free agents. Also of note, uh, just going forward, we'll try to make a podcast every couple weeks or so in this offseason. So it's four months till the actual season starts. Um, so hopefully we have more things to talk about. Uh, but we'll, we'll try to keep it interesting for you. But right now, NFL draft uh, reactions and grades. So sit back, relax, grab your Kool-Aid. It's time for the pod. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back recording this on May 3rd. The NFL draft has officially wrapped up, and the Lions making a, a big splash with the picks. Uh, big, mean, tough. We'll get into all of that. But before we do, let's introduce. We got the whole Blue Kool-Aid crew here. So let's go around the horn. So we got Bob. Connor. Hey, hey. Rudd Dog. Yo! And then last but not least, UJ. Hey, Kool-Aid drinkers. All right, I'm Big Z. So, gentlemen, I mean, <laughs> you talk about big, big, big uh, drafts, literally and metaphorically. Uh, <laughs> Love it. I mean, let's, let's, let's just take it one pick at a time. So, in the first round, uh, the Lions go with Penny. Penai Suel, right? Is it Penai? I think Penae. it's Penai. Yeah, Penai. Penai, uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> right. Um, so the twenty-year-old the out of Oregon, uh, just a mammoth, known as uh, widely accepted I, amongst most people, at least, as the top offensive tackle in this draft. Some people had Rashawn Slater, but I mean, this guy is. I no no I didn't. Uh, I'm, Hello there. I think I mentioned that some scouts out there had Slater above him, but overall, I mean, uh, I mean, I, I'll let uh, let's let's start with Sewell. you, Jay. Uh, what are your, what are your thoughts on Sewell and the and the pack? Here? Well, first of all, the the draft god shined upon us that day. <laughs> uh, getting uh, Sewell was just uh, an amazing piece of luck that we got him. Didn't have to move up to get him or anything. 
As I was watching oh, yeah. the draft, I really thought he'd be gone with the Bengals until until I realized that uh, Jamar Chase was uh, actually an LSU guy, and they threw, you know Burrow threw to him all the time. So maybe there's a chance they'll take him. You realize that, did. right? I go, I go, That's oh, a fifth pick oh. was coming up. <laughs> I guess I never really put it together, so I did. As I'm watching, I, a little light bulb went on above my head. And I looked up, and there, how did I get there? And then anyway, uh, and then the, I thought the Dolphins. <laughs> Yeah, I believe yeah. you had Slater. Yeah, it's one of those ones like, you know, we get the little crank up generator thing. They say lit for <laughs> Oh. <laughs> but uh, no, and then we just got oh, lucky. Okay. And just, man, I think it's a no brainer pick for the Lions. Just awesome pick. Awesome pick. Our line should be dominant for years. Uh, this is really going to be a big help to the team as we build. So I have nothing at all bad to say. This, I just look forward to seeing this guy play in a Lions uniform. Rudd Dog, you, what's your thoughts? Oh, man. Oh, I mean, absolute beast. This guy is, it's incredible guy like this built this big can move like he does. This is like one of those generational type tackles. The only thing against him is like slightly shorter arms than ideal, but the way he moves, I don't think it's going to be too much of a problem. This guy's a great ace stud. I am so psyched. You know, actually, Big Z, I, I, uh, I put together my idea that jamar chase was going to go to the bengals like, too a, like a two watt bulb or something live stream. faintly glowing <laughs> and, I, and uh and Bar- uh, barney was like you know uh burrow's been lobbying for this guy to the front office like really begging for him and when he's had his bad old line time as he's had or protection as he's had the last few years you know that means a lot to him to get this guy so so just so you know your podcast helped me make that pick but Uh, but no welcome (laughs) so thanks for that uh overall man this i couldn't have asked for a better pick other than you know maybe the best quarterback but no this was great right uh bob uh, what do you think of the pick uh compared to who was left on the board for us there and i also want to throw in the fact uh you know the, the bears had the trade up to 11 they gave up their next year's first rounder a fourth and a fifth uh so do you, oh, do you really? wish the Lions had considered maybe moving back? And then what do you think of the pick compared to what was on the board? <laughs> that was a very, that was a very happy draft room. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so great. I love the video. Slamming his hand out. on the desk like a yeah. madman. <laughs> twice. They they thought about it twice. Connor, Connor, what do you? Th- yeah, go ahead. <laughs> or 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 they take another yeah, quarterback. That's, that's great. Bob. Well, no, because <laughs> what, what I was saying at the beginning, as soon as I saw this draft board, is the oh, guy yeah. was kind of cool. What are your thoughts? I didn't think uh, any, anyway in hell he'd fall to us. I really so like the pick. I was like, it was them. quite I, a gamble like not trading room, up. Like, running like, around, they, it slapped each other. It seemed very clear that so he excited. was their guy. Like that's, early that's, on. I know they meant Brad Holmes mentioned there were three guys. Yeah. I'm guessing Kyle Pitts was. It's it it awesome, Trevor Lawrence. Or Zach Trevor Wilson. Lawrence might have been the third. I know they had um, talked about possibly Yeah, they, they thought about together. it twice, and, and they, they stuck like, with the it, and out. he fell. And they t- um, 
and I've seen yeah. reports they that he's about, like the most. They looked for at sure stuff about trading back, but I think when they class. saw him there, I mean, they didn't want to sure. lose. Him. I love the Hall and, of Fame uh, predictions. They're, they're really excited about yeah. it. Yeah. After the draft, they're my favorite. No pressure. So. He makes one of the best throw hey, lines one more in, thing. Just on, in the Alpha NFL. Rub, rub and, was saying about, I mean, Jared Goff, yeah. one of those Chase quarterbacks, is going to need that How about that? Uh, when uh, Aaron Rodgers swift, it's going to help, it's gonna help everybody. Um, so I think this is he's going to be a piece of this team for a very long time. Yeah, right. definitely. So now we have Taylor Decker just sign a new contract Different extension. Rag now looks like he's going to get an extension soon. They picked up his fifth-year option, but um, they are working on um, getting him an extension. That's what please, the reports are saying. Then you, have, then you have Jonah Jackson. Uh you know, going into and second then year. Logan Stenberg, right guy with Logan Stenberg. Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> he's get, he's oh, he does have the meanness, that sure. is for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, we don't know what he's like after a year in the league now. So. <laughs> at least for this year, it looks like Big V will be at right guard. Uh, and it, let's, let's pray to God he's healthy and he can uh, yeah. live up to the – you know what the Lions are paying him, then that's a yeah. hell of a right guard to go along with Sewell at right tackle. Then you got yourself Absolutely. one hell of an O line. Beefy uh, right side too. I mean, I I I I was hoping for Kyle Pitts at the beginning of the night. I knew it was a pipe dream, even in my mock draft. I knew it was a pipe dream, but uh, I really wanted to see it happen. So I was a little disappointed. But uh, I am. I mean, this guy is awesome. If you watch his tape, uh, he's a mauler. Super athletic, uh, a heavy improvement over anything we've had at right tackle in a while, <laughs> uh, oh, at yeah. least uh, based on what we. Hey, Logan Stenberg has that uh, kind of meanness, uh, and I, I just wish like... Matt Stafford maybe had him as his right tackle. <laughs> if the skills uh, got a, it'll be know, a little bit out, of a bummer not to have this like offensive line uh, with him <laughs> behind. So we'll we'll see what Jared Goff can do. He w- uh, he would have if he didn't leave. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that is literally true. Yes, that is literally true. Correct. <laughs> um, but I, I do like it. And I love the fact that he is 20. Like there's a bunch of this guys in this draft coming out. Of, did you, uh, did you like the pick? 24, the, what was your 25 during the season like at it? some point. This guy's 20 years old. When his, when his contract's up, he'll be 25. So we can have this guy for a really, really long time oh, in a Lions yeah. uniform, uh, be a backbone of this offensive line for a long time. And, I love the fact that the Lions have now built like this continuity on the most important position group that needs that continuity. Now, yes. I mean, it, this that all depends on health and stuff, but um, yeah. it, they're more likely to stay healthy with a good line next to them than they are with a hodgepodge. I can tell you that much. Oh yeah, have, uh, the guys uh, next to you make a huge difference, so that'll prevent injuries if they're just all gelling. Definitely. No, you're, that is absolutely right. Um, unless we have a, a, a three guard rotation going on, like the yeah, early God, Patricia no. days. God, please. <laughs> Graham no. Glasgow days. Uh, Imagine still one of the most Glasgow. bizarre things. Uh, yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. It, it's awesome. Uh, the Lions did not address a wide receiver, but maybe we'll get to that in a moment. Or, I mean, they did, but. Not to, uh, they didn't get to Von Miller. People are going to get off his back when they picked what's his face. Oh, Amon or Mon Ross A. Brown. We'll get to him in a moment. But uh, so that that's the first round. Let, let's move on to the. I, I let's combine the second and third round here because Panay Suell, like, yeah. all right, like best one. But nobody knew where the line's going to go in the second round, uh, and <laughs> they went all in on the. I what I feel is like just this new energy 
an identity that the Lions have been. It was unpredictable, yet very predictable when we see the results based on everything we've heard in the offseason. If I saw this quote by uh, Levi Owunzorike, our second rounder, that said he was going to fuck shit up in the backfield. <laughs> yeah, this could be a unit, though. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I would have mocked him right away. I did not see that quote before like that in a while. Uh, so. <laughs> um, He's going to get a share of kneecap, that's for sure. Definitely. Yeah. So uh, the Lions go a Le- Levi Oonzarike, a D tackle, uh, 6'3", 290, and then a Lee McNeil in the third round, uh, and he is 6'2", 317. Both are very freakish athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, this Levi Oonzarike guy was a top – uh, high school recruit for a long time that ended up at Washington. Uh, I mean, th- if Ran you guys a fourth, watched... eight, three. That's amazing. Right. He seemed pretty critical to their defense. Like he was running the show over there, which is kind of cool. Definitely. If, if you watch his, he has a really good get off actually. Uh, he, he kind of, he kind of loses his, uh, place a little bit with some bad technique, but that is hopefully stuff you can coach up, but you can't coach up. I think uh, to a degree is just the <laughs> yeah the motor that that guy has. If you watch his tape, the guy never gives up on a play at any point. <laughs> yes, um, yeah. and I I I, pro- I think they are projecting him as like a three technique, a guy that's going to be rushing the passer more so. Because uh, yeah. three, if you're not familiar, listening, uh, three technique is lines up over the guard on the outside uh, shoulder, and they usually get the one on ones in a more pass rushing um, type situation than a nose tackle, which is what. Uh, at least Aline McNeil seems to be projected to be playing. Aline McNeil, his uh, tape's a little underrated, too, if you watch it. Uh, he had, I, I believe, over eight sacks yeah, two years ago back. and then less production this year. But there's times on his tape where he's getting triple teamed uh, and, and he's double teamed pretty much every play. Uh, so I think that's a little underrated. And if you could put him on a good defense, uh, he'll obviously oh, be yeah. getting less double teams. Yeah. Yeah. Really- yes. Yeah, they end up with Milton Williams, who some of us uh, put put in our mock draft. Oh yeah, when he goes to fist bump the GM or whatever. Yeah. Well, the GM the GM was going around trying to fist bump everybody, and everybody looked pissed, like he was like trying to make everybody happy. <laughs> the player development guy just like looked at him like yeah. really cold. It was really like, funny. No. It was really funny. Um, it seems like that guy could really develop into something special, though, if they coach him up well. Definitely. I read, Definitely. I read somewhere he was the number one defensive lineman in the top uh, the five top conferences in the country. Number one last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't remember where I read that. but and He had a really biggest. athletic play where he uh, tips the uh, pass against Virginia to yeah. himself and runs it in uh, 20 yards away. Uh, like yeah. Kind of outruns some people on the field. A uh, big baseball guy uh, in he, high he school, a, a really good baseball player. So I, 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 uh, yeah. big fan of that as well. He's <laughs> also a running back. Yeah, yeah was that the one where, like where the and linebacker and they they look yeah. pissed like, they and it, he's athletic they, yeah. and he just put on that weight to become a beast. Have you seen his baseball films? That guy can hit a baseball, man. Holy, <laughs> yeah. he was a pretty good baseball player too. But um, I just want to say, yeah. Um, yeah. you know. Every regime gives lip service to building the trenches and all that, and, and this team is actually doing it. I mean, for real. And these two picks, I think, are just going to be huge. It to me, it addresses the one biggest concern that we had on this team is the interior rush, pass rush, and these two guys are going to really bolster that a lot. That's the one thing this team for the last three years has just had practically mm-hmm. zero of. 
So I think that's going to be the main thing they're addressing here with the, these two picks. I, I, I like them a lot. I believe the three combined picks are like 938 pounds. Uh, I mean, just talk about building. Uh, I mean, the lines have been talked about it for months and they're uh, living up to it in terms of building a culture of toughness, meanness, uh, going to grind you out, going to bite off some kneecaps and everything yeah. like that. And this is not Dan Campbell sound like that Jesse Ventura or whatever on the phone. Hey, brother, uh-huh. you're going to come in here. You're going to be part of something big, brother. Oh, oh. <laughs> 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 cracking me up, man. I love it. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because it all starts in the middle. Like, Brad Holm, Brad Holmes said he was considering uh, trading up in the first round to make sure they got this Levi Awunzarike yeah. uh, guy. Um, that's my most. Uh, he's my most uh, out of all the draft picks we had. He's the one I'm not sure if we got great value on necessarily. Uh, just, just be honest. I mean, it's a fun pick for sure. I'm gonna be ruining the hell out of him, and I think he's gonna do great because I drink the Kool Aid. But I, I just, I, I thought it was a little bit maybe of a reach for the Lions. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. based on w- watching his film. More, but so. it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Though. They, they seem to have a very specific approach to this draft. And yeah, get I mean, it's not a strong by, uh, tackle taking class a receiver right now. Still, one, I mean, or they could have taken the linebacker that, from play, uh, Notre Dame, which surprised island, a lot of people that didn't play. do in round two. They had a specific plan to like bolster these trenches. The old lineman was like a I'm, guard I'm or center, and he just he generated so much explosion. This guy's whole body just like turned to jelly. He fell down, and he just runs straight to the quarterback on a bed. Like it was one of the most impressive plays I've ever seen by a defense. Yeah, they had a first round at any level. It's that is rare ability to make that kind of explosion. So, I mean, you can, t- if you own that kind of potential, oh, this guy could be a stud. Definitely. Connor, what what do you think about these first two picks? Uh, yeah. So, Panay and uh, Levi. Well, there's no way to tell right now. You're going hey, these are fun names you're going to be saying like, for like, hopefully many years to come. Uh, but um, both of them opted out. <laughs> uh, both of them are opt outs from a year ago. I mean, a lot of these, there's a lot of top draft picks in this draft that so was out. Sewell. but does that concern you yeah, that's what I'm saying Sewell. our first two picks oh okay I, uh, does that concern you at all no I, I really like both picks um, I mean you gotta shore up the trenches um, it doesn't seem like we have a Tavai in this draft like you know it's not gonna be anything that's like a total disaster <laughs> we're like three games in we're like, like oh that. my god what are we doing like why did we draft this guy um I think it's very interesting that he's like everyone he's drafted in this draft is like an athlete. Like there's no question. Oh yeah. No one has to the gym. Everyone has that ability. That seems like something they've really prioritized. Um, Back-to-back D tackles. I don't know. But when your team sucks as bad as we did last year, you can't be mad with any direction. So I like it. (laughs) Well, and speaking of athletes, Connor, uh, the the last pick in the third round, if you to Mola, Melafonwu. We're going to have fun one saying that. We're going to call him Iffy for now. <laughs> Iffy. Uh, Ifa to Melafonwu. Uh, he has actually Whoa. an older brother in the NFL uh, named Obi. So a lot of fun names uh, coming out of that family. 
Uh, but, but regardless, this guy, uh, super extremely athletic, uh, which is the reason that the Lions were able to take him to third round. The production not quite there, which is, I think, the reason that he fell to the third round. But you can't uh, deny his athletic ability. He had a. Are you guys familiar with the RAS scoring system? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, he he tested. So they've been. He's been doing it for some odd years, and he he. Out of like the sixteen hundred plus cornerbacks he's run through the system, um, yeah, he's the seventeenth ranked cornerback in terms of athleticism in his uh, charts. I believe Kudo mm-hmm. was up there too uh, last year. So. I mean, just a super athlete. Now, hopefully, they can coach him up and get him in the right position to succeed. Yeah, forty-one inch vertical, I believe. Uh, forty-two inch vertical, six foot two, two hundred five. That's unbelievable uh, size and speed. Sorry, go ahead, Road Dog. No, I just thought if you look at all those scores, yeah, he's got great explosion, great speed, speed, and uh, it's his uh, agility scores is where he's got like a red. <laughs> so I have a feeling. He's going to be more of a safety prospect because he doesn't have the loose hips you generally want at cornerback. Uh, but imagine that guy roaming the field with that explosion could be incredible. Um. Uh, yeah, and and Brad Holmes has said as much. They think they can move him around on the field a little bit, play him in the box. Uh, so I think they have uh, some blitz, uh, some like rushing the passer hopes out of him too. Oh, nice uh, with that speed. Um. But I, I also think you can play him in uh, cover three, uh, just a guy to put down the field and out jump uh, other receivers on, and, and deep passing situations. You know for sure going to be mm-hmm. there just with that uh, that size and the the jumping ability. Definitely. And I just want to throw in there that too that he's they they say he's probably our best bargain of the whole draft, uh, according to a lot of people that he should have gone a lot sooner. And for us to get him at one on one, probably out of all the guys we picked. Probably our best bargain numbers wise. Definitely. Think he can play safety because I know people were talking about slotting him in there because that was a concern of the draft was not getting a safety. Well, that I think so. Right. I well, and that uh, Brad Holmes said is they, they can move him around. Um, he brought up the word safety. Um, I don't know if he's a like an every down safety. I think it's more uh, situational. Type <laughs> is this thing our like new caliber? I don't know, uh, but I think, that, I think the new coaching staff loves Killebrew. They've mentioned him by name. Uh, yeah, times. I mean, true. I just mean that type of player where you're rooting for with all the athletic talent, wanting to see it work out. Well, hopefully he'll have an even bigger impact than Killebrew. But, but it's interesting, these last few picks, I mean, we're all, like, talking about them now, but going into the draft, nobody knew anything about these guys. I mean, like, right. I know, like right all now. these names are, like, looking these up, like, who? Who? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, well, the, but they seems like they've got some good talent. Right? Uh, so, our producer yeah. Kid J on our uh, final mock draft, he brought up Amon Ra, St. Brown, and Jamar Jamar Jefferson uh, going to Lions. So credit to him. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Kid J. Great insight. Uh, Amon Ra, St. Brown, the fourth round uh, receiver Best out of name. USC. Uh, the Egyptian sun god. He's named after he, <laughs> a fun. He's the uh, younger brother of Aquim- Aquarius. Yeah. Equemius St. Brown, a Packers receiver. <laughs> Equin- right Equinemius. 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 Oh my God, I, I can never get it right. Yeah, he's no um, Cephas, right? He's not. You know, I don't know. Ask Dog. Well, few people are. <laughs> only and his happened. dad was two-time Mister Universe yeah. too, which is awesome. That's and cool. apparently, like apparently, growing up, uh, he 
so first of all, this guy, uh, his he his mom only speaks German to the, uh, their kids growing up. Uh, so <laughs> maybe he's like well versed in multiple languages. Very smart. They guy. never understood it either. They're just like, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> why is my Why is mom yelling all the time? He's named after the Egyptian sun god. Did you know UJ was named after the god of sloth and oh, <laughs> oh man, daggers. <laughs> and I believe Robert was the god of the the eternal bums. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, oh boy. So, Amon Ross, we need Brown, a fight. Wide receiver out of USC. Not a super athletic wide receiver by any means. He's not going to beat anybody. Uh, like off the top, but a guy that can win the 50 50 ball, good size, six foot, 197. But I think the, uh, what a lot of people attribute to him is a guy that's just a super physical receiver, kind of fitting in that mantra again, biting up BCAS, being a super tough team. Everybody we've drafted mm-hmm. in this draft has, a, um, has been noted for their toughness. Uh, like they're not going to give up on any plays, they're going to fight to the end of the whistle type guys. Um, and I, Obviously, trying to build out that run game too. Amon Rossi Brown, known as one of the better blocking receivers in the draft. Yeah. Mm. Uh, um. So when DeAndre Swift tries to bounce to the outside, those cornerbacks will be driven into the sidelines. Yeah, baby. Yeah. This guy. So he's gonna be our slot guy. So, so uh, Rod Dog, we're counting on Quintez Cephas to be our our deep threat, huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, we also just signed a bunch of four threes now. Quintez Cephas can do it all. That's what you don't get. Like he can just be inside, outside. He, you know, he, he does it all. So I don't no think you're going to see as many spectacular contested catches with this team going forward. It seems like they're going to rely a lot on just really good route running and good separation. I agree. I agree. That's the kind of guys they're looking for. No. Oh, definitely. Stay, stay, well, we had Stafford. He could put a ball yeah. in the places that no one else could. I mean, so, I, mean off, I don't think we have that. The system will put it better. Yeah. We got a couple yeah. guys, though, that can still potentially do that. I mean, you got uh, – is it Tyrell Williams, the receiver? I'm not saying no one do it. Perryman? Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah Sean, Sean Perryman and Bradley. I mean, I'm not – Yeah, I they're basically one-year prove-it deals. So, yeah. these guys have potential. And again, we'll see. I, and again, this I, I the lot. Go ahead, Red Dog. Sorry. I, no, sorry. I just I was just saying that uh, I know what Connor's saying though. I think we're gonna not have to rely on that so much with all the speed and route runners we have this year. So that's a, I definitely agree with that. I don't think it's gonna be the mainstay. But I think there's also something else to note here. Like the the Lions are. I mean, building for the future here. They were going to solve all their problems in one draft. They have two first-round right. picks going forward uh, in the next two drafts. Uh, yeah, so nice. th- there's a lot more opportunities to get those wide receivers um, in the future. That, And you also have to factor in the salary cap issues. I think that's why the Lions that went out and got so many one-year deals. Um, so I, th- there's a bigger picture at play here, uh, but it'll be it will be interesting to see for the upcoming season how the wide receivers kind of um, work out. For sure, that's going to be yeah. one of the most that might be the most interesting position group to watch this year. Oh, for Who sure, shakes and, out. it's crazy. Uh, you know, last year we were talking about how strong the wide receiver group is. Now it's been completely overturned, like 360. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, uh, just kind of wild how that. Uh, Except for him. decimated. No, Hawks are big threat for real. Hey, I mean, yeah, yeah. like he should yeah. be. He's drafted top ten. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> um, so the Lions trade up the next, very next pick to get Derek Barnes, the inside linebacker Ooh. out of Purdue. I like what this pick about- a lot. Love it. You do, Connor. It Why is like, that? Well, he wasn't as flashy when he was on the outside, but when they moved him into the interior, it seemed like like that really fit him well. And I think that's how the Lions are going to use him. And I, I, I would have liked to see a linebacker sooner, but for that value at round four, I think that's awesome. I think that's really going to help out the pass rush. Um, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I really no, like and, him the more I read about him. And another super athletic guy, like you mentioned, Connor, the Lions uh-huh. just drafting like pure athletes here, it seems, and relying on their coaching staff to coach these guys up. No doubt. Um, at the yeah. at the very minimum, this guy, uh, by all the notes, is going to be at, at a minimum a a very good special teamer for the Lions. So at, at yeah. the very least, in the fourth round, you're getting a guy that's going to contribute there. I heard he. Uh, some people had him ranked or a better grade than uh, Jared Davis did coming out. He he ran actually slightly faster than him, four five seven, and uh, I think Jared Davis ran four six. But uh, well, my favorite thing is that he actually lined up as DN for Purdue a bit. And it held his own against left tackle. If you watch some of his highlights, he's jams up the edge by himself as a 238-pound linebacker. That's pretty impressive. So it's too strong and athletic. And I, I I really like what he might do for this defense. Definitely. Six foot, 238. Um, I, I, do you remember what his 40 time was? Four, seven, five, seven. Four, five, seven. So, yeah, that's really solid. Impressive. He benched 29 times on, at 225. Yeah, really 37 strong. 37 inch vertical. Really yeah, strong yeah, guy. super strong. This dude's a beast. Yeah. And he can cover people, too, from what I understand. I've watched some of his videos. He looks pretty good in coverage, too. He can't be worse than Gerard Davis was. No. Not in coverage, you can't. No. But there, my comparison, yeah. I think he could be like a Navarro Bowman type for us. I'm calling it now. Full claim, but I'm calling it. Well, it could be worse. I mean, Jared Davis was a starter. I mean, yeah, I I this guy will be a starter. So I don't know. Right. Well, a starter and the worst linebacking core in the NFL. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. He made a lot of tackles, though. That dude. <laughs> I, I don't you, know. You're, Go ahead, Bob. I hope he's better than Jared Davis. But I, I was glad they took a linebacker, though, because I, I thought they they were going to pass on yes. the linebacker. I did, too. I did, too. So they hopefully this guy can live they up to They need more still. <laughs> True. Yes, they do. Need, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and he was a lesser name. That guy, the dude Cox from LSU was a bigger name up there. He was still available yeah, too, I think. Was. And uh, we, we took this guy. So uh, they must really like him a lot. I'll be really interested. with the mentality. Go ahead. Yeah. I'll be interested to see uh, how – I do think that Joker guy from Notre Dame, uh, Jeremiah Wusso-Karamoa, is going to be a good linebacker. Oh, uh, yeah, I heard he had some like heart issue that made him drop. That was I knew wrong. it, something but, like that. But he was cleared, but it caused some concern. Plus, he was undersized, but I think but, some people. Yeah, and, he's, yeah. and he's a little bit of like the uh, the guy the Cardinals drafted last year. He's kind Simmons. of a in betweener, right? You know, like uh, Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, it'll Simmons. be fun to see uh, how Parsons does in the Cowboys as well. Uh, mm. I'm so probably yeah. right there. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. of guys we have to watch, like Parsons and Justin Fields. You know, we could have had. I wanted to root for Devonta three, Smith you know. <laughs> too, and he goes to the Eagles, so can't that that's that's yeah. that's gone. Forget that. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> and, we can- and then Justin <laughs> Fields. What do we think about uh, the Bears trading up for Justin Fields? I think it was a I'm smart move by them. It's a good move for them, I think. 
I was sad to see it happen because yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed how their horrible quarterback played. I just find it funny. Here. All these Bears fans have been uh, rad, ragging on Ryan Pace for years and years uh, since he's been there pretty much. And then now now he seems like the greatest GM for them all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Pickle fan base. Well, yeah. Well, I it's exciting so to get a. They, they haven't had a good quarterback ever. I mean, like a really good quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. They've never had a four thousand yard passer, which is crazy. That is crazy, especially wow. nowadays. Yeah, yeah. And now, wow. now so. I hope they never get it, even though they just added a seventeenth game to the schedule too. Yeah. that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I would love it if he. And nothing against Justin Fields, but as a Lions fan, I would love. Um, to see but him I look forward to the Lions defense <laughs> just attacking that Bears. That Bears offensive line is horrible. It is very bad, and they just got rid of two more starters this offseason, including their starting left tackle. So they're going to have a rookie left tackle that went that fell to the second round. Uh, and they're going to lose draft capital. Good reason, probably. What's that, What's that Connor? Said in, I feel like they keep punting away the future to try to – I mean, I get they had to get Justin Fields, but I feel like they don't have a ton of draft capital going forward. So. Oh, yeah, and, and people keep saying You're the right. defense is great. I mean, the Lions have scored 35 points on them in last season. And their defense uh, is so, it's not yeah. what they got rid of Akeem Hicks. They got rid of their best cornerback. So I, uh, I'm not too worried about them. Uh, Wait, did you just say they get rid of Akeem Hicks? Yeah. Wow. Or they they said they're going to at least uh, this offseason. Yeah, because I know hasn't he was part yet. of an offer for Stafford, Akeem Hicks. Oh, wow. and that, Akeem Hicks when he's playing great. Their defense is great, and like so, right. we'll see what they do without him. Yeah. Is he on a team now? Yeah, he's he's still in the Bears, but they said they're going to trade him at some point this offseason. So. Well, uh, I should call Detroit. And, yeah. uh, put a call in. You know, maybe we can <laughs> give, it, give up a seventh round pick or something. <laughs> I think the Bears are out of draft picks to trade away. Uh, I would take that guy. Um, the there was one more player. There was one more player the Lions drafted in the seventh round. Uh, there's the third to last pick in the draft, Jamar Jefferson. Yeah, the running back out of Oregon State, 5'10", 206. A guy that uh, – Easily the best running back in the Pac-12 last year. Um, has had a lot of good production in college. Uh, so he's not really a threat in the passing game necessarily, but I this is a guy that can still contribute as like a third running back in a roster for sure. Yeah. Uh, Make it return yeah. some responsibilities possibly. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the Lions do in the return game. Yeah. yeah. I know he's used more running backs. I saw Justin Rogers was disappointed because he was two picks ahead of Mr. Irrelevant. He wanted that last pick, you know. Instead of... <laughs> the only running back I would have rather seen us get was Trey Sermon in this draft. I had, I had a thing about him. I would have loved to see him in a Lions uniform right there. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I saw and this he's going to 49ers. He looks, he looks uh, what, yeah, I know. Running backs yeah. have succeeded yeah. greatly lately. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I thought we didn't really need a running back. I mean, just positional-wise, it wasn't necessarily what i wanted but i'm i'm never mad about adding a, a young running back these days these kids always surprise it seems so you never know what you get out of those fresh legs so i'm I, i'm not mad about it and it's like uj says film's good like connor said you can never have enough good running backs so i, I i'm having like yeah go we're, go, we're going to a running game i mean we, we want to run the ball we're going to need a stable of running backs i mean we just this is kind of a need at how many do you think point. they'll carry? You know, how many guys like open question? How many do you guys think they'll carry? Probably well, four. Swift, Williams, carry on on the roster. Yeah, um, right. So Those four, three for yeah, sure. Four. 
<laughs> Unless one of them like it becomes a core special teamers that we're not aware of, uh, then maybe five. Right, right, exactly. So he's got yeah. a natural spot at four then, unless they try to get a fullback or something going. Well, we so, do have yeah. a fullback, so. Oh, so you're not counting fullback, fullback baby. Four, then. Make the fullbacks. Yeah. Uh, you're counting fullback than five. But I, I, and I believe we will have a fullback based on the history of Anthony Lynn and his. Uh, I hope so. That's great. I like, I like, I like his fit there. Then as the four. I heard Corey Schlesinger is coming out of retirement for uh, <laughs> the uh, coaching staff. And <laughs> what a great guy it. that would have had to been with this uh, coaching staff. Oh my god! I hope they recruit him at some point. Good lord, that'd be amazing. If anyone, <laughs> my all-time favorite lines. Yes, my favorite. If anyone can instill grittiness, it's that guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh. Um, so that, that was the Lions draft. Uh, what would, what grade would you guys give it? Let's go around really quick. What grade did you give the Lions draft here? Let's start with you, Bob. Well, I mean, it seems like they got what they wanted. So, and it's hard to grade a draft for real and except for like two years down the road or three years down the road, but I, I'll give them an A cause it seems like, uh, I'm glad they're building up the trenches. They had a plan and they stuck to it. So I'll give it an A. Connor. I'm going to go A. Um, Again, waiting on Penne was interesting, but it paid off. So, yeah, I, I think they got the guys they wanted, so we'll see how it goes. Red Dog. I'm going to go A+. Plus. Uh, these guys did exactly what they said they do. We've had so many coaching staffs come in here and give lip service to their actions and then not follow through. This is the beginning of their them doing what they said they do. They built the freaking trenches, baby. That's where football starts. That's the most important position group on either side of the ball. And they dedicated, you know, and actually you could argue, I think I count linebacker as trench too. So they dedicated five or four picks to defense and trenches. And I'm just like, oh, I'm so psyched about all this strength and size that we just added to this team. So a freaking plus. That's a big ass trench that the linebackers are in it too. Wow. Well, they get in there. <laughs> You got to just dig the trench, baby. Move the rock. Uh, Keep shovel your shovels sharp, sharp. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> UJ. Uh, I'm going to give it a solid A right now. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of unknowns, but just for what uh, I believe Rudd Dog said, building the trenches, they promised to do it, and they actually followed through on a promise. They, they fought the uh, urge to go after the shiny object early on in the draft, and they took just solid – big mother donors uh, in the trenches and they're going to change the whole attitude of this team man. I'm telling you. And I, I, I love it. I love where it's going and, you know, sort of boring, you know, I guess uh, from the outside looking in, but uh, man, I, I love the draft personally. Yeah. I love it too. I'm going to give it an A as well. Um, and like uh, you guys are saying, like the lions have established what they want the culture to be and they are following through on it so far with this draft. Uh, I, I just love that the Lions seem to be building an identity, which we've been missing for a long time um, in Detroit. And mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm very excited to see that play out. Um, so I give it an A. And I also want to mention as well, I don't know if you guys read like some of the national columnists and some of the people that have been doing like their big mock drafts, uh, guides. Uh, so people that live in the draft process pretty much uh, coming out with their grades and how the Lions did. And I'm seeing a lot of A's as well from them which is something uh, they have not given in the past uh, in the Bob Quinn era, at the very least, uh, they would give them a lot of C's or D's. 
Uh, so yeah. for whatever that's worth, uh, I've seen a lot of A's and a lot of respect for the Lions draft here as well. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, throughout the history of the Lions, I've seen a lot of A-graded drafts. <laughs> yeah. But not a lot of, <laughs> yeah. not a lot of wins. But I, I do like this draft, though. But Did yeah. you guys see when what Penny Sewell said to Tori Petri right after the draft? He was so excited he wanted to punch someone in the mouth. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I love oh, it. Perfect. Way to go, brother. <laughs> yeah. We love you. You're going to be part of something big here, brother. <laughs> and then uh, Brad Holmes, when they drafted him, you see he grabbed Rod Wood and like carried him across the room. He was so yeah. excited. He didn't remember doing it. He, he grabbed Sheila for a half, dude. You see, I thought he was going to pick her up. And read that. She, she's a frail little person. Right. Yeah. He looked like he was going to. Again, it's, it just seems like a very happy draft room. Uh, I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys read uh, or so. I think Dan Campbell said first of all that they brought their technology for for the draft room and out of the Stone Ages. I don't know what they were doing before, but uh, yeah, really, I make you wonder. <laughs> that excites me. Uh, like maybe using a cell phone rather than like a landline, perhaps. Uh, I don't know. As an aside, did did everyone like seeing Patricia sitting there in the Patriots? Uh, oh, he? Oh. Vest he made a pick on TV his, for them as well with his father, so, Bill. Did he? Yeah, I didn't see that. Oh yeah, he did. That's right. Um, God. Uh, yeah, it's, it is funny. Um, I don't know. So, uh, hey, Dad, can I call the pick out, Dad? Dad. <laughs> All right, Matt, go ahead. But you can't show any emotion. <laughs> you can't have any fun doing it. Yeah, make sure you don't have fun yeah. or don't smile. <laughs> yeah, that that's a, the Quinn and Patricia, they brought a joylessness oh, to the Detroit. They took away cornhole, yeah. right? And the... They took away cornhole, ping pong, and, uh, like, all that stuff. They just said, no, no fun for you. Yeah. I was, me and you were talking about uh, when, uh, what's his face, our tight end, uh, Bob Quinn pulled him aside and was like, you're not the guy Hawkinson? we drafted. Yeah, Hawkinson. Yeah, yeah, you're having too much fun out there, he said, right? You're having too much yeah. fun. You're not the guy we drafted. And he's like, what the hell? Like, what do you yeah, mean? That, <laughs> well, I heard what Dan, this new draft, or this new coaching staff is doing, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Patricia put the hill, the hill, you know, up to make the hill these guys run up. Right. Well, they're they're now inverting the hill, and they're making it downhill. <laughs> so it's easier for the guys to run down. So. <laughs> Turn into like a slip and slide? <laughs> and they're going to be have a lot more fun. Yeah, a lot more. Fun. This time, now when they practice in the snow, they're going to just go sledding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, so, just a couple of notes as well on the undrafted free agents. There's always one or two that kind of stick out. Um, the one that sticks out most is based on the amount of money they gave him. Uh, Notre Dame receiver Javon McKinley. Now, this is a guy that ran a four seven eight forty, uh, so he's not going to burn anybody. Uh, but a very uh, a productive receiver for Notre Dame uh, caught 42 catches for 717 yards, three touchdowns, six foot two, 215. So it's more with uh, the size that they're going for right here. But if also known as a very physical receiver, bets 225 20 times uh, on his pro day. So that's oh. really good for a wide receiver. That's impressive. Um, they, that but they good. gave him a hundred thousand uh, dollars guaranteed in addition to a $15,000 signing bonus. When that type of money is given out for undrafted free agents, Usually, it indicates they have a very good chance of making the roster. So again, that's I Devon. think the last guy was Bunch Bagel that got that kind of <laughs> right. Yeah, they did pay up for him. I remember, uh, that. but he, I mean, he did stay around for a while. Uh, he did, yeah. Um, Javon McKinley, and then a couple other notable ones as well. Wide receiver Arkansas, 
Arkansas State wide receiver Jonathan Adams, 79 catches, 1,100 yards, and 12 touchdowns last year for them. Uh, six foot three, so a lot of tall wide receivers in this undrafted free agent class. Um, Kansas State cornerback get, got $35,000, which is pretty good. Um, Sage Surratt's the guy people have been talking about. Uh, yeah, really productive wide like, receiver out of Wake Forest. Um, is he related to Chaz Surratt? He is. He's That's his brother. Uh, and okay. that's a fourth round linebacker that went to the Vikings. Uh, unfortunately, I, I, I don't want to see him in the division because I was I, I like him a lot. Um, three Notre Dame guys though. So that receiver then uh, guard Tommy Kramer, and then tight end Brock Wright. Uh, no, nobody from the state of Michigan drafted by uh, the Lions, wow. either undrafted or drafted, which That's I always rare. find interesting. Usually there's oh. one. But uh, not in that case. Yeah. So Bob, I but believe. Penny still used to play as the Lions on his Madden team. So that's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got that going for him. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> all the Michigan guys that have been coming to the team. Out and of I believe, state. Bob, you said Michigan State. Uh, no, Nobody drafted from them, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the first that's, time in That's crazy. Decades. That's wild. That's pretty crazy. That is. That is really crazy. Um, but like as, a, as a Michigan fan, point. I don't mind it so much. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, they, they they got a lot of work to do, it sounds like. Uh, but, yeah, the, the Surratt, uh, very interesting. He is six foot three, caught 66 passes for 1,000 yards and 11 touchdowns in 2019. He opted out last year. Um, yeah, these guys are – I always root for these undrafted guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, for sure. For sure. Still waiting for Tom Kennedy to make the roster. <laughs> um, who was the other oh, one that we rooted for for a long time? Never made it. Uh Little white guy. No, there's uh, a lot. I can't. I can't remember uh, for the life of me. Oh, it's gonna not, bother me not, right now. I was gonna say Tim Toon, but he was <laughs> not Tim Toon. <laughs> not Tim Toon. He was Mister Irrelevant. Zach Zenner. Oh, <laughs> it's gonna bother me. I guess we'll have to talk about it in the next episode. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, but yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of positive vibes here going forward. The Lions drafting tough guys that are ready to bite some kneecaps this year. Um, but mm-hmm. now the draft is over. <laughs> we talk about it for months and that just, it adds. I know. Just like, just like <laughs> yeah. else, unfortunately. Uh, so now, now it's just on to OTAs and training camp and uh, the season, which we are four months away from, <laughs> unfortunately. Oh man. So, I mean, just stay tuned listeners for, uh, Podcast coming up. We'll probably be doing them every two weeks or so uh, over the next few months until things start ramping up again. But please stay with us. Um, Instagram, Drinking Boo Kool Aid, Twitter at Drinking Lions. Please subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever get your podcasts. Um, and we'll be with you trying to provide you some exciting content uh where would be fit and who knows maybe we'll have some things to react to like if Aaron Rodgers uh moves on from the Packers which would be phenomenal but <laughs> they bench him for Jordan Love yeah did you guys like did you see uh that Rodgers wants like the GM fired or he's not going to come back that, that just <laughs> yeah i did really see that. fascinating and, stuff going on hey there. and uh, z isn't it like after today or tomorrow like there's no uh compensatory picks for uh, free agents. I think he. It's open season on free agents. I don't know what the day oh, is on that. I, I'm. Uh, I'm not sure about that, but I, I. I don't think. 
you're going to get too many after this point already. Just uh, the way it, it, I think the math works. I could be wrong. I, yeah. Well, unless like guys like Akeem Hicks say they don't want to pay him, they get cut him instead. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. You know, so there'll probably be guys to pick up later, you know. Then roster we'll cuts, of course. Definitely. Yeah. I, I know June 1 is a big roster day, too. Like Aaron Rodgers, yeah. if he was to get traded, when it wouldn't happen until after June 1st uh, because of uh, like something with the roster and bonuses and salary, the things uh, above my pay grade here on Drink the Blue Kool Aid. But okay, gentlemen. We're going to, oh, our producer, KJ, just chiming in with a note. You can sign free agents now without the comp pick formula impacting it. Oh, there you go. That's, uh, thanks. All right, KJ. KJ. KJ, always on point. Awesome producer of our podcast here. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for listening. Like I said, we'll be trying to put out content here every couple of weeks um, to keep you engaged and get you excited for the 2021 Super Bowl season of the Detroit Lions. Dan Kemble led, Brad Holmes led. So thank you, brother. <laughs> Building something big here, brother. Want you to be part of it. <laughs> so thank you, everybody, for listening. And last but not least, as always, go. 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 This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.